he's here. He's here. He's one of the attendees, though. Okay, got him. Okay, let me see if I can promote him. Promote. Dave, you're being promoted. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm. We are recording, so I'm going to go ahead and uh, and thank everyone for attending. Today is July the 26th. This is our All Lives Matter call with. Dr. Alex Lloyd and Dr. David Peck, myself, Johanna Chan, will be assisting them. Um, we're back, everyone. <laughs> we took a little break there, but um, we're all back, and uh, we're excited to hear what the doctors are going to share today. Let me share this disclaimer first. This presentation is for education and informational purposes only. And since we're going to be talking about issues of health and well-being, we wanted to make sure that you understand this information is not intended to heal or cure anything. Everything in the presentation are the opinions of Alex Lloyd, David Peck, myself, Johanna Chan, or you if you choose to share. You should always check with a licensed healthcare provider about any specific health concerns you may have. All right, guys, you can take it away. Thank okay. you so much, Johanna. And then uh, Dave, David, uh, Johanna said she just promoted you. So, you know, you don't have one of the graduation hats on to like flip the tassel. So I think you can do your hair over the other way. Okay. Welcome, everyone. Yeah. Welcome, everyone. I'm Alex, uh, the guy in the eggplant. Um, uh, shirt is Dr. David Peck, and uh, we're delighted to be here. We've been gone for a couple of weeks, um, but we're back, and uh, we hope to help you uh, today. We're talking about an issue that I think is very important. It may be the most important thing on planet Earth. It may be the most important thing in the universe, what we're talking about today. Um, so we're glad you're here, and what we're trying to do is for free give you everything you need to increase your emotional well-being by 100% in the next or more in the next year or less and um that's what we're doing here so uh if that uh sort of uh objective interests you join us join us uh what the uh what those studies and research say is once you have about 144 people who are totally committed to something, you, you have hit critical mass at number 144 and you now can't stop it unless you do something big. So we're looking for 144 people to join us, not to follow us, to join us. And uh, let's help as many as we can increase their emotional well-being which will help your physical and your uh work and everything else so um uh we don't usually say all that at the first but since we've been gone a little bit and i hadn't said it in a while uh that's what we're here for okay today today we're in the middle of the we did the seven deadly sins now we're doing the seven cardinal virtues and today is charity which is just another word for love. So Dave, take it away. Okay. Brother. Thanks, Alex. Um, yeah, before before I go into charity for a minute, I'd just like to say that 
you know, um, I think we're having an effect. I think that um, we are succeeding in, um, in addition to our, the mission that Alex just stated, another part of the mission is really to spread the awareness to people that yes, there are many lies that are contained within our memories that drive our behavior and drive everything that we do and limit us and hold us back from reaching our calling and or our best life. But what I'm noticing is that there is much more and it's not, it's the result I think of many different people from many different angles coming together with a similar message that people are beginning to become more aware of this and there are be and and there's there's less of a uh drive to conform essentially and to and to do and to behave and pursue directions because i'm supposed to or because it'll look good etc and really starting to dig into themselves and see who am i what is my calling where do i fit in and realize the truth about ourselves. And that is that we are in many ways perfect. And I'm not just saying that, and I'm just gonna give you an example quickly. I don't wanna to get too off the point, but when we talk about, when, you, when we look at ourselves as a product of nature, okay? Human beings, just imagine, just begin to think about what happens when you eat a piece of bread, when a person gives birth to a child, when you have a scratch on your arm and there's wound healing that occurs. There is an incredible amount of sophistication and biochemistry, physiology, cell biology that occurs that we have, I mean, the, the, most of us have no idea what's happening. People that study science and study those processes have some idea, but even then the complexity is just way off the charts. And so, you know, just as a, just as a side note, because I, I hear so much about the, I call it the glorification of AI, um, you know, artificial intelligence. And, and I want to say, no, you know, really, AI is a machine, it's a computing system, it's, it's based on simple, very simple basic tasks that can be yeah. done over and over again. But there's nothing like a human being. We right. can imagine, we can dream, you know, we, we have intuition. I'm not even talking about telepathy. You know, this is going on, on but, and, and like Alex has pointed this out in the past, we use so, such a fraction of what we're capable of in terms of our brain power, just maybe 1% or less. And, and as we become more ourselves and, and really get into our own nature, we're gonna find out what we're really capable of. So I'm telling each and every one of you human beings that we're a product of a sperm and an egg, it's a miracle, you know, 
you're it, okay? We can use the computers and the machines, fine. You can, we can, they can use, you can use it to simplify our life or, you know, whatever, but it, we're it, we're the thing, okay, so. Hey, hey anyway. Dave, can I, can I add a post-it note to that? Absolutely. That is fantastic, man. That's that's one of the best things I've ever heard you say right there. And it it reminded me of something. Um, I, I'm I'm uh, my area is psychology more than any other. And when people think of that, they think of a guy named Sigmund Freud. And I'm not a Freud fan. I, I think he was probably more messed up than almost anybody I've ever seen. But he was a genius. He was a genius. There's no doubt about that. And a lot of you may not be aware of this, but, uh, and Freud was an MD. He was a David, not an Alex. He was an MD, a, a medical doctor, okay? But here was Freud's whole theory. And, and Dave, you know this. Freud's entire theory is that whatever illness or disease somebody came in complaining of, that basically there was a lie they were believing about themselves and their life. And so he would put them through three years of talking about their mother on a couch, but, but which is crazy in some ways, but his, his, what he was going after was when the unconscious lie that they were believing about themselves or some event in their life became conscious and they finally understood the truth about that situation. And his theory was, as soon as that happens, they're cured. And most times the physical illness will go away. And, and, and it did. And an analysis has dropped out of favor because only the super rich could afford it. It takes like three years and often people would see him every day of the week, not like once a week. Uh, and it, it, he, he couldn't always get to it, all right? The, the lie becoming true and, and them understanding it. But that was the theory. And, and David, you may not know this about me because you're, you're one of our practitioners, but when I'm working with someone, and, I, and I, I never even really connected it to Freud until today. That's what I'm trying to do too. I'm trying to see what lie are they believing about themselves, their lives, their, their parents, their circumstances, whatever. And if they can start believing the truth about that instead of the lie and have a accurate understanding that they are at peace with, Nine times out of 10, in my experience, even the illness will go away once that happens. So um, it really is that all lives matter and that a lot of our issues are coming from one place. What is the lie or untruth you're believing about yourself or something in your life? Because that lie is causing continual stress a lie detector test is a stress test. A stress test is a lie detector test. So go ahead, Dave. Sorry, I, I okay. just but 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 based on what you said, it just blew me away. I had to add that before I forgot it. <laughs> okay, no, that was great. Okay, um, so now so we're back to our seven heavenly virtues. We're on number five, charity, and this is these heavenly virtues are to counterbalance the seven deadly sins. So the corresponding seven deadly sin 
is greed or avarice. And so the charity comes in here. And, and so, and yes, like Alex is saying, charity is love and it's, and it's giving. So, um, you know, I think I would want to, a couple of things that I want to say about this. Um, and one is that when we give, the true giving is giving without expecting anything in return. And we've kind of including been- Including credit. I'm sorry? Including credit. Right, right, exactly. So, and, and, and we've kind of been trained in our society. I think just to take it out a little bit further, we're sort of at war here on a spiritual level in terms of, of fighting the lies because the lies represent essentially Satan, I would say, or evil or the devil thought. And, and what we're doing is trying to work the truth into that and to, yeah. and to bring that. So, so one, of the, one of the lies or one of the ways that we've been trained in that sort of, I'd say sort of in a satanic way is that is to, to, to give with quid pro quo. In other words, Right. We always have to get something in return. You you can never and that and 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 you know I'm not talking about normal exchanges. You know you buy something at the store, anything like that. But when you talk about real giving, we should be able to give unconditionally. We should be able to love unconditionally. That's where we. That's our natural native state, our best state. And so, you know, I used to, I like to tell my kids, you know. If you give something to someone, this is the other part of it, is the need part of it from the receiver. So you give without expecting return. But if you give to someone who doesn't need, you're not really giving. So in other words, like say, just as a simple example, you open the door, you hold the door open for someone, but you know, they don't, they don't want you to, they don't really need you to hold the door. I'm not talking just a courtesy, but just because it makes you feel good to try to help them. Right. As opposed, to, as opposed to someone who's like in a wheelchair who, you know, really can't get through the door by themselves. And then you go out of your way to open the door for them. Well, that's blessing. Yes. And, and, and the other part of the blessing that goes along with that is having the ability to give. So not only is it, giving to a person who truly needs but that you have the ability you have that in you that gift whatever it is to give to that person so you know i'm healthy enough that i can pull the door open okay so that's and then there's someone there that needs the door open that's a blessing you know that's what i'm talking about that's what we're talking about charity and giving and love so and it, of course, it can be in any form. It can be monetary, but it do doesn't have to be monetary either. And so, you know, my own personal example is that, you know, I, I'm not a particular, I'm a fairly stingy guy when it comes to, to money. I don't like give to people on the street and that kind of thing or left and right. Although there is, there are, you know, some select musicians that I, that I know on the street that I will, you know, give to. But, but what I give is, is, ideas and knowledge you know i i think i give that freely almost to a fault you know and that that i consider that actually my currency but but so so i i can i can do that i can share knowledge with people what i have what i believe i have and and that's my form of of giving and charity so you know in other words we all have 
different ways that we can give and that we can share and we can ha- give charity. And, so, and it doesn't have to be monetary. So everyone can find their own way, you know, their own method. And it could be the love that you give to other people, just the caring that you, you, you listen to them. You know, the, that you're, that's a lending an ear is a, is a beautiful way of loving. I think Johanna is probably the master of that, you yeah, know, but one of them. Yeah. So, so um, in any way, so any event, that's, um, I think that that was the main things that I wanted to say. I'll pass to you, Alex. Okay, thanks, Dave. And and I, I'm going to be really short. Um, everybody knows love is the most important thing. That's what it's all about. You can live with almost any, you, you can live without almost anything. I don't know that you can live without love. I think you would eventually go insane, uh, literally, or, or get an illness or disease and die. One of the two, probably. But um, it is- Alex, also- how do you define love? Well, let me go one other place and then I'll go there. Okay. okay. So here's the here's the point I wanted to make. Okay. About five years ago, I was in the airport in Europe. I was flying home from being over there to do a workshop. And I picked up a USA Today newspaper in the airport. I've still got it here somewhere, but we're uh, we're packing to move. So those files are put up, but uh, it's in a lot of my videos and stuff and, and I'll find it uh before long. But anyway, um, it was a it was a new study that was on the front page of USA Today. And and USA Today has always had a lot of studies, but they're almost never on the front page, at least as far as health is concerned. And the reason it was on the front page, it was a study out of Denmark with over 10,000 participants over two or three decades. And here's what they found. They basically found that if you don't have love, you are 300% more likely to get an illness or disease and die by middle age, middle age. And if you do have love, you're 300% more likely to be healthy to an older age. Um, What they found is that if you have conflicted relationships, relationships that have anger and conflict in them, you're 300% more likely to get an illness and disease and die by middle age. If you have harmonious relationships, love-based, 300% greater chance to be healthy to old age. Ladies and gentlemen, I've been following studies and reading studies for a long time. Not near as much as the guy in the eggplant shirt in the middle of your screen, but quite a bit, okay? I have never, ever, now that, and Dave can speak to this on his behalf, but I have never seen a study where there was one factor that made a 600% difference in whether you will get a disease and die early or be healthy and live to middle to old age. I've never seen one single factor that was a 600% difference in those. Dave, you're looking, you've got a confused no, look on your face. No, I, I agree. That's, a, that's, oh. that's astounding. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, and, 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 and so why am I talking about love when they were talking about relationships? Because there is no love outside the context of relationship. It doesn't exist. 
So what they're basically saying is if you've got enough love, there's a really good chance you're going to be healthy and happy to old age. If you don't have love or don't have enough love or have too much of the opposite of love, there's a good chance you're going to get sick and maybe even not live to old age. Um, I, I don't think I need to say another word about the importance of love and charity because that study is the best one I've ever seen on that. And, 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 and I would define love, Dave. Um, the most popular uh, description of love in the history of the world is from the Bible. And it's from a book called 1 Corinthians chapter 13. And it gives 15 factors, 15 factors of love. Okay, and here they are. I'll read them, and then that, and then I'm done, and we'll do the code hopefully. Um, and here's how that ancient manuscript defines love: love is patient, love is kind, love doesn't envy other people, love doesn't brag about yourself and boast, love is not proud, meaning what's in it for me about everything. Love does not dishonor other people. It honors them. It doesn't dishonor them. And not just the ones I like, also the ones I don't like. Love is not self-seeking. Love is not, and Dave already said that, charity is about giving. Yeah, it's about others and giving, not, not me always having to receive. Love is not, the love does not become easily angry. Love, uh, this, this is the one that nailed me back when Hope and I were having marriage problems. Love does not keep a record of wrongs. It, it deletes them. It deletes them, all right? Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices in truth, what David Peck just said, all right? And then I'm going to, real fast, the others, love always protects, trusts, hopes, perseveres, and the last one, real love never fails. There's nothing else that never fails. Only, only real love. That's it. So that's it for me, Dave. That's amazing. Oh my God. I mean, well, I didn't write it. So. Oh, no, that's great. And I just have to say, you know, I don't mean to take this into a, into the negative direction, but you know, I, I was brought up with that good boy syndrome. It was all about conditional yeah. love. Yeah, it was just right. the opposite. You know, I mean, I, I, not I, was, my, too. I was too. Yeah. Today. yeah. I mean, I, I believe in my parents loved me. They did love me, but they were somehow, that was the way they were, they were taught, you know. Mine, to... too. Mine too. So, so, so like I grew up in a Christian church and I was taught conditional love. You are, I don't think you were raised in a, in a no. Christian church and you were taught conditional love. Okay. We're both wrong. All right. So yeah. Hallelujah for the healing. Codes. Oh my God. <laughs> All right, we're Dave. on the right path now. We are definitely on the right path. I believe go, that. Go love. Go love. Yeah, go love.
Okay, so here's our prayer that we, we pray, we request that true love, charity, unconditional giving to those in need and all those beautiful points made in the Bible in 1 Corinthians, that they be infused into us and that we put those into our life in whatever way we see that naturally comes to us and to spread that to other people and to love ourselves also unconditionally. And we pray this and we request this through God's love, God's light, and God's truth. Amen. Dave, can I say one more thing before you start? Yeah, please, please. Um, no, I, I, go ahead. Never mind. Okay. Okay. So this is an infusion now. Oh, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, um, at first, we did the seven deadly sins. Now we're doing the seven cardinal virtues. The, the deadly sin that corresponds to charity and love is not hatred or fear. It's greed. And ladies and gentlemen, I've seen so many times over and over and over and over that a person has a love deficit because they're so focused on money and what money will buy. So a huge enemy of love can be, doesn't have to be, money. Is it in your life? And if it is, take a look at that. Doesn't mean you have to give away all the money, but you need to shift your focus and intention to love. Sorry, Beautiful. Doug. Yes, so we pray for that. We pray to infuse the charity and the love in order to cast away the greed yeah. and, and for money or anything other possessions. So through God's light, light love god's love god's truth god's light we pray for charity amen okay and the first position is both hands in the temples both hands temples for charity love Second position, left hand temple, right hand bridge. Left hand temple, right hand bridge. Third position, left hand temple, right hand jaw. Left hand temple, right hand jaw. Fourth position, left hand temple, right hand Adam's apple. Left hand temple, right hand Adam's apple for charity.
You're back to position one, both hands in the temples, both hands temples, position one. Second position, left hand temple, right hand bridge, left hand temple, right hand bridge. Third position, left hand temple, right hand jaw, left hand temple, right hand jaw. Fourth position, left hand temple, right hand Adam's apple. Left hand temple, right hand Adam's apple. And back to position one, both hands temples. Both hands, temples, position one. Okay, and that's two cycles complete. All right, let's go to uh, acupuncture points and start with side of the hand. Collarbones. Temples, eyebrows, under the nose, index finger, little finger, under the arms. Middle of the chest, middle finger, under the nose, under the nipples, under the eyes, thumb, Chin, index finger, sore spot, and the 9G procedure. Eyes open, close, open, eyes down to the left, down to the right. Circle your eyes, circle back the other way. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, 
All right, let's activate governing and conception vessel three times, please. Three times. If it hurts, you're pushing too hard. This is also called yin and yang, governing and conception vessel, calms the central nervous system. <clears throat> All right, let's go to uh, healing centers now and start with forehead. Please open and harmonize. Under the belly button. Please open and harmonize. Crown, please open and harmonize. Throat, please open and harmonize. Base or root on the pubic bone, please open and harmonize. Heart, please open and harmonize, middle of the stomach. Please open and harmonize. Crown, please open and harmonize. All right, now let's go to left hand brainstem, right hand forehead. Just relax, slow deep breaths from the stomach. Brainstem and what it's connected to is basically your unconscious, subconscious, and ancestry. Forehead, prefrontal cortex, and what it's connected to is basically conscious intention, emotions, and thinking. So we're doing your entire mind right now. Very powerful. We want to get out the lies, bring in the truth, get out the fear, bring in the love. Both hands over the heart. Slow, deep breaths one after the other. Let the code process. Be sure you're breathing from your stomach, though, not your chest. Chest breathing is stress breathing. And you can retrain yourself. Uh, most about eighty percent of of adults breathe from their chest the majority of the time. You can retrain that. Just be aware of it. And uh, when you're ready, uh, see if your rating has changed. Make a note of that, and you can open your eyes whenever you're ready. And um, Johanna. I apologize, David. I'm going to have to run. <laughs> love you guys. Love you, Alex. Charity and love for all. That's a pretty decent mission right there, isn't it? Charity and love for all. Yeah. All right. Love you guys. Love you too. Love you too, Alex. Okay. So if anyone has any questions for David, we can see. Um, it's star nine on your phone. You can raise your hand. And if we don't have any questions, then we're going to go ahead and switch to um, offering custom codes. I'm going to go ahead and stop the recording. I don't see any questions, uh, Dave. Okay. 
Okay. So if um, if you want a custom code or a custom trilogy, you can raise your hand, press star nine. I'm gonna uh, 1799 ask you to unmute. Hello. Hi, Johanna, this is Sheen. Hi, Dr. Pa uh, Dr. Pack, Dr. Dave. <laughs> Happy summer. Thank you. Um, yeah, I'd like to uh, uh, get a new code. Um, I've been working on this, um, just a, a sense of um, fear for my safety, uh, kind of a subconscious thing. Uh, I do feel a lot more at peace. Um, however, when certain situation uh, comes up that um, that's, that I feel like I am not in control of it, um, that still has triggers. And I, you know, just reminds me, okay, I'm, I'm not done. I still need to uh, continue uh, to heal in this aspect. Um, and I, you know, through my healing, I know a lot of it has to do with uh, generational issues as well, uh, all connected to it. Um, so yeah, I just like to get a new uh, trilogy. If uh, I could just chime in. Sure. Uh, sure. Jane, I mean, I think we're never going to be done, any of us, you know, because, yeah. you know, honestly, <laughs> but, but, but the thing is, when the issue comes back, it's usually less, you know, and then, and, 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 yes. and little by little, it becomes less of an issue. But, you know, but, right. you know, I, I'm constantly cycling back on, on things, but, but so anyway, but that's great to hear that you're making progress. That's beautiful. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I appreciate the reminder. Yes. Yes. God bless yeah. you. We'll never be done. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's go ahead and test. Say for me, I desire to be healthy. I desire to be healthy. I am ready to test truthfully. I am ready to test truthfully. This fear issue. This fear issue. Okay, very good. Johanna, can I just put in maybe one more information and see if sure. you know it makes a difference? Um, so this trigger, I realized that in the past, just you know, my trigger, there are a lot of triggers. But um, I think recently I realized that one thing that tends to trigger me um, pretty deep is whenever I feel like uh, my husband is not uh, at a prime place, either he has certain fear that he's not trying to overcome the way I think he should, um, you know, that sounds really prideful, but I'm just sharing with you my angle, um, or it's, uh, about a, you know, important decision about our family and he doesn't see it the way I see it. Um, it's, it's somehow has a lot, a lot of triggers has, uh, have to do with him. I don't know why, uh, I don't know if it's, a uh, also, there's generational things in there, um, but to be a little more specific, that's that's what comes to my mind. And do when this happens, do you feel yeah. unforgiveness towards him or resentment or 
frustration or is it just fear? Fear that something's going to happen that you want to happen, but you don't think it's going to happen because he's not taking things more seriously. Like um, when that happens. Fear, fear for yeah, I think fear for sure is the, the baseline because my mind goes to the worst. What could happen? The worst scenario. Okay. Um, but I think I think it's more than just frustration. Sometimes I feel stuck. Uh, like, okay, then I'm trapped. Because, mm -hmm. you know, as, as, a, as a Christian wife, I don't want to do something that he doesn't feel good about. Um, at the same time, I feel like, okay, no, we're in this together. If you're not doing the way I think you should, then I'm, uh, there's nothing I can do. I'm just trapped. Okay. Okay. Um, on a scale from one to 10 right now, what would you say that feeling is, that trapped feeling that, of course, incorporates a fear? Mm -hmm. How strong is that? Uh, when the trigger does happen, it could be seven or eight. I don't always feel that way, but when okay. certain situation happens, yeah. Okay. It so used to paralyze me, but I don't feel like I'm paralyzed, but it's still strong. Still there. Okay. So what I would yeah. suggest we do is think about that relationship with him. As you go, as you use this trilogy, uh, take it through the 12 categories. Okay. You could also do the heart issue finder think about your relationship with him particularly okay. you know like when you're in this trap feeling but answer the questions thinking about your relationship with him now this most likely is generational we're not going to get into testing all that right now but just so you know okay. that will be taken in taken so in. Okay. i'm just i'm just I'm sorry. I'm just wondering, was there a situation in the past where you really were trapped in, in, into a bad decision or where there was something that was reminiscent of that feeling? Um, well, there is, um, it's mostly emotionally. Um, I think there, there is a situation that we didn't dealing with ever since we got married. So that's been almost 20 years. Um, now we both have grown from that situation. We're both more uh, mature and surrendered about it. Um, so so it's, it's not as strong that particular situation. Um, but, you know, I guess when other things happen, that has nothing to do with the situation that we were facing, but maybe that's the, the memory, accumulated a memory there. How strong is that memory? Um, maybe six. Okay. And so this memory may also be one that you want to take through the 12 categories, all aspects of it. Okay. And it is in relationship with your husband. So we definitely want to bring that in. And most likely it would have came up when you were on your exploration, this specific memory. Yeah. Um, but since we've yeah. identified it more specifically, absolutely, you want to bring that in for healing. Okay. That did come up a few times, but it wasn't my focus in a sense. Mm -hmm. I kind of acknowledged it, but I didn't focus on it. Yeah, so this time give it a little more attention. Okay. 
it's like it was more like in the classroom of all the kids raising their hands maybe they didn't raise their hand the highest but they did raise their hand so yeah <laughs> okay so okay. let's go ahead um okay say for me again i desire to be healthy i desire to be healthy okay very good just a moment Okay, we're going to start with the healing code one. And there's only two positions. Both hands jaws. And both hands Adam's apple. All right. Okay, okay now the um, acupoints and meridians, we want to go ahead and start with the, um, the eyebrows and go all the way down to the side of the hand. And then collarbones, little finger, middle finger, sore spot, middle of the chest, Side of the eyes or the temples, chin, under the arms, and then the 9G. Okay, governing and conception, we want to stimulate that uh, those three times. Uh, the healing centers start with the heart, forehead, throat, below the belly button, then the solar plexus, tummy, the heart. the forehead, the crown, and then back to the heart. Okay. Um, healing code two, both hands below the belly button. And that's the only position for healing code two. And yeah, I would do the heart issue finder. That's going to give you a little more, uh, maybe help you open it up a little more to maybe even find other memories that are more specific. But you're on the right track and this is going to work. And it does address okay. the generational issues that could be involved okay. in this as well. Okay. And then when you said um, to acknowledge, you know, whatever we went through for the you know, the previous 20 years, um, do you, like, what does exactly that mean to acknowledge? Well, is oh, that, okay, it's there. This is regarding your relationship, right, with your husband? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so that's all part of the exploration. So, okay. you know, think about the fear that you know is triggered but then the memory that um david was asking about and you identified this 
feeling of feeling emotionally trapped for the last 20 years, mm -hmm. although it's not as strong, you want to bring that in yeah. because there's probably more aspects of that that still need to heal. Because that memory is still fairly strong. You said it's like around a six or so. So we right. want to bring all right. of the feelings known or unknown, memories known or unknown, even generational things into this healing field. Let's okay. do this for two weeks. I would use this code for two okay. weeks. Okay. Okay. And the would the primary still be like a peace? Yes, the primary is peace. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much. Okay, you're welcome. God bless. Okay. Uh, if anyone, okay, Martha, let me see. Let's unmute your line. Martha, you want to unmute? Hi. hi. Yes. Hi. Can you hear me? Yes. What would you like to address? Okay. So, yes, I've been um, dealing with an advanced breast cancer um, diagnosis for some time now. And overall, I'm doing fairly well. Um, and I have great practitioners and I do, you know, significant healing modalities like meditation. And of course I got the LT3. I don't do it as much as I should, but, <laughs> but lately I have been having some increasing symptoms. Um, and I'm coming up for a scan, which, you know, based on my symptoms and presentation, I know it's going to probably not look as great as the last one but hold up I'm talking I'm talking sorry my daughter likes k-pop and is always wanting to show me a new dance okay <laughs> so um so what I'm asking for I I want to I want to know if, if I don't know if you can help me with this but I, I I sometimes feel like there's a strong emotional or generational component behind it um I'm starting to feel obviously some fear. I mean, I've had this diagnosis for some time and it sort of waxes and wanes kind of how I feel about it. Um, but I generally just want to know, as I was hearing you talk to the other individual, like there may be some generational component behind it, or like, I feel like I'm missing something mm -hmm. in my healing process. Um, and, but mainly I want to address the fear. I want to, I want to start to dissolve whatever fear may be surrounding this, not only this upcoming scan, but just sort of the limitations I'm starting to feel because of some newer symptoms. And I know I'm healing, like I, I understand how healing works um, on a metaphysical, spiritual level as well. But sometimes I just feel like I'm missing, missing something. So yeah, I don't know if that was too confusing. No, no, and that's the beauty of using the healing codes and uh, and even your LT3 lifetime codes. It's going to find those things that we're not aware of, that we aren't clear on. It's going to work on everything, even if we're not aware of it. So I would d definitely encourage you to to use the healing codes. Um, may I ask you what what year did you attend the LT3? It was last summer, last fall, I think August is when I joined. Okay, okay, so the Emology LT3. 
Yeah, yeah, LC3 emoji, uh-huh. Okay, wonderful, wonderful. And there's so much there in, the, in those courses that you can still access. I would go there, watch all the videos in the library. There's tons of videos that could be really helpful and very insightful for you. Um, what I'm Thank going you. to do is, uh, because I, I would encourage you to do the LT3 process since you are aware of it, um, and it is including the trilogy. Um, so what I was going to suggest we do right now is um, create a custom code specifically for what you want to address that you can insert into that LT3 uh, trilogy process. Would you be okay with that? Or do you just want to do one outside of LT3 and just a trilogy? No, absolutely. Whatever you recommend. My my issue is that when when I've done it, I just, it, there is so much, like I'm, I'm overwhelmed. Like when I'm doing the, especially when it comes to the emotion behind it, usually I, I, I do use the fear aspect but now I, there's like more fear because mm -hmm. I'm like my there. I'm having some limitations, so I've have I have more limitations than I did like when I got the LT3. So, so I it's just hard for me to know where to start um, because there is so much. Okay, you know, do I do I do I do I put the issue in my mind or do I put the re resolution of the issue in my mind or do I start with the fear that I'm going to continue to get worse in my mind? Like, like. I, I'm, I struggle. I feel like I need help with just figuring out what to focus on because there's so much. And then there's yeah. different body parts. And then there's, so so I, sometimes I'm just confused as to what to do. I, like, I know what to do, but I don't know what to visualize or right. what I should be focusing on during it or what I should be rating exactly. That's, that's okay, so the hard part. Let, yeah, let's, let's keep it simple. We're going to primarily be addressing that fear factor. However, um, I would recommend you do the heart issue finder. Um, okay. Which is very similar to the true you test. The true you test has a bit more in it, but the heart issue finder is free. You can access that on Alex's website and pay attention particularly to not just the peace category, but also the trust category. Now, the trust category is about your relationship, mm -hmm. primarily your relationship with God. So being able to just leave things in the past by with faith, focus on the present moment, what you're feeling right now today in the present moment, and identifying that, and then having hope in the future. So there's three components to that trust category. And um, very often things that are, happening in the the breast or the um, reproductive system has to do with things in that trust category now these may be generational yes. you know but understand yes. it's going to address it all even if you don't recognize it so don't you know what i don't want you to do is feel overwhelmed just do the process because the codes know where to go okay and if you have specific okay. if you have specific codes from alex um for LT3, you could, I would definitely be using those. Um, what okay, I'm, what I, I do. Yeah, and what I'm gonna do is give you a custom healing code right now to use in place of your lifetime code. And this is gonna be specifically for 
this whatever you're feeling today, this fear, um, it's going to be, it's not a lifetime code. So then after you're done with this one, go into your lifetime codes. Do you have a lifetime code for health? Uh, I'm not sure. I mean, I do recall the codes when we met with Alex those four or five times. I have those. Yeah. So if you have. So one of them was health. Yes. One yeah. of those is health. This is a health. It's a relationship. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. So you yes. also have one for a relationship with God in there as well. Definitely use those ones because those are going to be, I think, the most effective to address this issue. But I'm going to give you a custom code today. And that okay. you could use this custom code. I'm going to give you two custom codes, one healing code, one, and then the second one is going to be where you insert the healing codes two. Okay. Okay. Say for okay. me, I desire to be healthy. I desire to be healthy. I am ready to test truthfully. I am ready to test truthfully. This fear issue. This fear issue. Okay, very good. Okay, so the first step in the in your LT3 when you use the healing code one code, okay, it's going to be four positions. Left hand temple, right hand jaw. Mm -hmm. Both hands jaws. Left hand bridge, that's between the eyebrows, and right hand Adam's apple. Mm -hmm. And then both hands bridge between the eyebrows. So that's okay. going to be that in your in your LT3, that's going to be your first step. Now, when you get down through the trilogy and you get to um, uh, healing code two, the position is left hand below the belly button, right hand touching the high bridge. Okay. So this is the, this is very current. Okay, this is very specific for what is bothering you the most today. This will be most effective for a couple of weeks. So what I would do is take this and go through all the categories, addressing one category per day. So you can start with unforgiveness and then go to harmful actions and then unhealthy beliefs, love, joy, peace. Um, yeah, and, and I, I do support the LT3 community. I don't know if you've been attending the healing circles or the- um, I just started, yeah, I'm coming tonight or tomorrow. Oh, good. So tonight? Yeah, it's tonight. It's yeah. tonight. Mm -hmm. Okay, very good, because I was going to say that could be another extra support for you, and those calls are recorded, so you have the yes. recording, and you just follow along, so that's another one, so mm -hmm. you can have a couple of things to really boost this over the next couple of weeks. Okay, so when you say do one category per day, that's from the, uh, the, the truth finder? Yes, the heart issue finder. The heart issue finder, okay, mm -hmm. yeah, okay, great. Mm -hmm. And so when you say one category today, you do the code to that issue? Yes, Is that you, saying? Use, you use this in your, in your LT3. These two codes are going to be in your LT3 process. You're going to use the same 
process every day, but a different category. So your focus is on that category for the day. So you're, you're oh, asking anything, okay. anything in unforgiveness, for example, say, okay, regarding this uh, fear that I have uh, with this breast cancer diagnosis, is there anything in the unforgiveness category that I, I can identify right now that seems to have this fear in it? in a relationship with myself, in a relationship with others, in a relationship to God. And, and maybe you have a, you know, unforgiveness towards a, a doctor or somebody who didn't diagnose it soon enough or something, you know, just really be. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Why do you say that? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So be open to identifying any relationship issues from the past, present, or the future that may be contributing to this fear of the breast cancer. And then a harmful action would be, okay, do I recognize myself doing any harmful actions that are related to this? Um, and that could be anything. It could be eating the wrong kind of foods when you know you shouldn't eat sugar, but you eat tons of sugar. That could be a harmful action. Um, it could be, I don't know. You know, there's so many things that could be okay. harmful. And then uh, unhealthy beliefs. Yeah, yeah, like arguing with people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then, you know, okay, that's amazing. Okay, I didn't realize I could go down the road like, okay. So, is that what we're supposed to be doing with the lifetime code, too? You could with, use with your lifetime code category or no? You can. And I would do that as well. So, after you're done with this code, uh, you know, after a couple of weeks, it won't be as accurate, but you could use your lifetime code uh, for health, for example, um, and use mm -hmm. that and go through the 12 categories with that. You could use it. Um, you, you, could, you, you could use your uh, relationship with God code as well. If that comes, if that's something that you're you realize, oh, maybe I have some issues. I don't really have faith in the past. I'm fearing what's going to happen in the past, or I don't feel like God's really helping me right now in the present, or I'm afraid he's not going to help me in the future. You know, those kind of limiting beliefs in your relationship with God, you can use that lifetime code that you have. You know what? You can email me, okay. Martha. <laughs> you can email me and I can help you through that as well because all the LT3 graduates Thank have you. access to me. Thank you. Yeah, I haven't been using everything to my to the fullest. But thank you, though. You really helped me um, sort out some and I appreciate the healing code. Thank okay. you. Okay, God bless. All right. So I think that's going to be it for this week. David, thank you so much for being here. Glad to be here. Thank you, Johanna, for having me. Bye-bye, everyone. See you next week.